Welcome to Empowerment for Today. I'm your host, Roberta Kay, and we're going to discuss your faith and how you can activate it. You will find encouraging words of wisdom. Learn how to gain His presence in your life and bring the Word of God into practical everyday living. If you are struggling right now in any area of your life, or if you desire a deeper walk with Christ, your life is about to be empowered today. I am so glad that you decided to join us today. I want to talk to you a little bit about your faith and how to activate it. You know, I get asked so many times, how do I stay in faith? Everything around me is so negative. You know, I hear so many times, I want to believe God, but how can I continue to believe when the circumstance seems to get worse and worse? I'm trying to believe God that my son or my daughter is going to get through this uncertainty in their life, but it seems like they're getting further and further away from the truth instead of closer to it. How do I keep my faith? What do I do? How do I continue to stay strong and not get discouraged? Our faith is so important on a daily basis. But how do we activate it? What do we do? What do we do when those circumstances come? I think number one, we really need to find out like, well, what is faith? If we don't know what faith is, how can we really live it? How can we put it into practice in our everyday life? Because that's what we want. We want to be victorious every day and to be victorious every day and to be empowered every day. Our faith must be on point 10, right? I mean, if we're down at point two on our faith, that day is not going to go as well as it could be if our faith is up where it needs to be. So what is faith? Where do we find it? How do we get it? Hebrews 11.1 1 says, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for. It's the evidence of things not seen. Your faith has the power to create things into existence that you don't see right now. It's evidence. Our faith is that evidence. So how do we get that? Well, number one, maybe we need to kind of see a little bit more of what that faith can look like. If you've been saved by grace, you realize that it was by grace that you were saved, but you by faith had to receive it. You had to believe, number one, that Jesus died on that cross for your sin. You had to believe it. Then by an act of faith, you had to then receive it. And then you confessed it. Now you and I, if you're still here watching me, we're not in heaven yet. But by faith, we know that we are saved. Without a shadow of doubt, we know that absent from the body, we're present with the Lord. It's by faith. 
our faith received it and now we believe it and we hold to it because it's a promise of the Father. Every written word is a promise by the Father. If we by faith take hold of those promises, we can have those things that we see not right now. That's faith. You know, I think that some of us um, walk in faith way more than we even realize. We have faith in our car. When we put that key in there, we believe before we get into that car that it's going to start and we can back it up or drive forward, right? We have faith that that's going to work. So we, by faith, go and drive our car. Just like the Word, we need to believe what that Word says and then act on it accordingly. James 2, James puts it this way in verse 17, faith without works is dead. <laughs> you know, he goes on to say that you can show me your faith, but I'll show you my faith by my works. <laughs> faith without works is dead. It's null and void. It doesn't do anything. If you truly believe, you're going to what? Act. You're going to take hold of it, just like salvation. When you believed that Jesus Christ paid the price for your sin, you believe that. And then you acted and received it. Your faith had works. Our faith has to have works. Receiving the word of God takes action. Receiving a prophetic word takes action. Do you know so many times I, I see in the body of Christ where God speaks to an individual or he uses a prophet or a prophetess and they speak something into an individual's life. That person goes leaving, yay, God's spoken and it's going to happen. But I want to tell you today, if that prophet or prophetess had spoken a word into your life, if you don't take your faith and work it, it may not come true. Faith without works is dead. If it's dead, it can't be alive. It can't activate anything. It can't do anything. You know, Jesus in his first miracle, he was at the wedding. And they ran out of wine. Mary told the servants, do whatever he says. <laughs> well, number one, at that time, Jesus had not done any miracles. They're without wine. It's a big wedding. The servants are like, oh my gosh, do what he says. Okay, what does he say? He says to go get the water pots <laughs> and fill them with water. Could you imagine those servants? What do you mean fill them with water? The people are going to know. They're going to know that it's water and not wine, right? But they acted on what Jesus said. They went, they got the water pots, filled them with water. And then Jesus tells them to go ahead and pour it out to the wine glasses, into the wine canisters. Oh my gosh, could you imagine the servants? 
Could you imagine? Okay, that took a lot of faith. But you see, their faith, if they didn't do what God told them to do, there wouldn't have been wine. As they poured that water into the wine glasses and the canisters, that water turned into wine. Amazing, right? But how do we want to believe God to do things in our life if we're not willing to do the work? You see, they had to do an action before it manifests. Faith without works is dead. It's alone. It's by itself. It can't do anything. Our faith has to get it activated. The Word of God says that the Word is living and active. That means it's in the atmosphere. It's living. Do you know when, when you have a molecule and it's living or like a germ and it's living, like you see it, it moves. It has like function. Our faith in the Word of God activates it. It makes it come alive. You know, even when you're reading the Word of God sometimes, have you ever just been reading and a scripture just kind of almost pop out at you? Like it hits you like, wow. And it, you understand it and it really ministers to you. That Word just became active. That Word just became alive to you. And then when you take that word and you act on that word, it manifests itself. So how, why, what do we do on a daily basis? You know, when the kitchen sink is breaking and the AC is breaking and your kids are screaming and the dog wants to go outside and you want to just give up, <laughs> what are you going to base your faith on at that point? Are you going to look at your circumstances? Are you going to look at how you feel that day? We have to decide, what am I going to believe today? What am I going to work at today? Am I going to work out my unbelief? Am I going to sit there and complain and murmur about everything that's going wrong? Or am I going to look into what the Word of God says and begin to act on that Word by faith? You know, Abraham left by faith. He left everything he worked for, everything he had obtained. He went out not knowing where he was going because God promised him a better place. He left it all by faith and so journeyed in a place that he knew not. Are you ready to leave some things behind by faith, knowing that God has promised you a better future, a better life? a better circumstance. Maybe he's called you out of one job and he's leading you into another job or another path to go on. By faith, Abraham left knowing he knew that God was not going to let him down. 
He knew that God had a better place for him to go, and he didn't want to miss out. The Word of God says that in Hebrews 11.6, but without faith, it is impossible to please him. Without faith, it's impossible to please him. But it goes on to say, for he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and I love this part, and that he is a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. He's a rewarder. Our faith must be based on him rewarding us. He's not there with a whip out trying to like, you know, downgrade you. He's not trying to punish you. <laughs> His plans are great. He plans to prosper you. He plans to fulfill you. He plans to make you whole. That's what God desires. He desires that you have life and life abundantly. It's by faith that we leave those things behind, knowing that the promises of God, the blessings of God are right there for us. They're waiting for us. Without faith, it's impossible. But with faith, all things are possible. We're going to take a short break, but when we get back, we're going to dive into not only how do we walk in that faith, but also I want to ask you a question to think about before we come back. What are you basing your faith on? For only 58 cents per day, you can change a child's life forever. Your support gives a child nutritious meals, education, care, and hope for the future. Will you partner with us at Giving Hope to Haiti? With your donations, we can continue our work with the K-12 school in St. Mark. We serve an average of 300 students per year. Our focus is education, Christian values, and inspiration. Use our text to give to sponsor a child. We've been talking about finding faith in an unbelieving world. How to activate our faith when everything around us seems to say the opposite of what we really want to believe. What is your faith based on? You know, sometimes we walk in faith with what our spouse says or what our friend says. You know, by faith, we believe them when they say, hey, let's go out to dinner tonight. I'll pick you up at 7 p.m. Guaranteed, you're in that bathroom, 6 o'clock p.m., getting ready because by faith, you believe that he or she is coming to get you at 7 p.m. They spoke that they're going to come pick you up. So by faith, you start getting ready. How much more should we have faith in what God says? We have faith in what the news reporter is saying. What about the weatherman? In Florida here, we get that a lot. Hurricane coming your way. Ah, freak out, right? We believe words all day long. But how much more should we believe 
what God is saying to us individually? Is your faith based on your need? What about your want? What about your desire? You see, your hopes can be based on those, but our faith should not be based on our need. Our faith should be not based on our wants. God doesn't even move by our wants. He doesn't move by our desires. He doesn't move by our wishes. He doesn't even move. He does not even move according to how many times we pray. It does not move him. You know, back in um, Matthew, and Jesus was walking here on the earth, he healed two blind men. And he said, as he touched their eyes, according to your faith, be it unto you. Not according to your need. You can't see. Oh, no, that's not what Jesus said. Jesus didn't say, oh my gosh, you're blind. I'm going to fix your eyes for you. He said, according to your faith, be it unto you. You know, even when the woman with the issue of blood had touched his garment, he said, your faith has made you whole. Not because you touched my garment. Yes, that was an act of faith, right? She grabbed that garment because she believed by faith that if she touched his garment, she would be healed. So it was according to her faith that she was healed. What are you basing your faith on on a day-to-day -day basis? When you think that you can't do it anymore, what are you basing your faith on? Are you basing it on because your son or daughter said that you're never going to be anything or you're just mom or you're just dad and they don't believe in you? Well, unfortunately, sometimes teenagers can be really hard, especially hard on moms and dads, I'm sure. But I know in my instinct, a teenager sometimes, what they say can really damage your spirit if you let it or just a coworker, even your boss, even your spouse. Do you let those darts go in? Are you basing your faith according to what they're saying? Or are you basing your faith according to what God has told you? What God has said in his word? What about on a daily basis? Are you murmuring, complaining, thinking about all the bad things that happened yesterday and the day before and, you know, the mail just came and there's a few more bills in it or you got your emails and, oh, lo and behold, there's all the bills for the month, right? And then you get your little notification. The amount in your checking account has just reached below $100. Oh, no! I'm not going to have enough to pay my bills, right? But 
Is our faith according to our bank accounts? Are you basing your faith on your bank account? Are you basing your faith on your paycheck? Are you basing your faith on your job? On what you can and cannot do? Faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. In your bank account, you might not see all that money. But in God's word, he promises that he will supply you with all of your needs. He will take care of you. This is what the word of God says. So what are you basing your faith on? We need to keep our mind filled with the word of God and on positive things. If we're thinking and speaking negatively all the time, we're going to receive negativity. We're going to receive doubt, unbelief. You know, I also tell people many times that if you want faith, if you want to walk by faith and not according to all these bad circumstances, remember, it's impossible to please God without faith. Without faith, it's impossible. But with faith, we can and we will walk by faith. So maybe you can do like I do and create the atmosphere of faith rather than doubt, rather than unbelief, rather than having an atmosphere of negativity. Create an atmosphere of faith in your home, in your car, in your office. You say, well, how can I make an atmosphere of faith? Like, there's all unbelievers all around me. Like, you don't know my office. You don't know where I work. Yes, I don't know where you work. But you see, you can do little index cards. And you can place the Word of God on your desk. Maybe in your wallet. Maybe on your phone, put it on your notes, a couple of scriptures that you can just whip out your phone and kind of read throughout the day. If you're able to, maybe you can put in earbuds, listen to the word while you work, or listen to praise and worship music. Every day when I get up, I begin by prayer, of course, but I start by getting my coffee and taking care of my dog and kind of waking up before I go into my prayer room. And before I even go into my prayer room, I put on worship and praise music in my house. I'll just let it play very lowly. But you see, I'm bringing in the atmosphere of faith. I'm letting the airways know, I'm going to speak praise and thanksgiving. I'm going to glorify God today. I'm going to let his presence overtake my atmosphere. A lot of times I don't even watch the news. I don't want my faith being drained out of me. Now I try to stay up to date on what's happening here little by little, but I don't have to spend two, three hours a day listening to all the negativity and neither do you.
There's a scripture in Philippians 4.8. It says, Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of a good report, if there be any virtue, and if there be any praise, think on these things. Whatsoever is of a good report, think on these things. When we line up our thinking with the Word of God and use our faith to activate it, we will see miracles fall out of heaven. You say, what? I don't believe in miracles. It's impossible to please God without faith. But with faith, we can believe for all things. For God says all things, not just some things, not just a little thing. You know, sometimes we think, oh, you know, he won't take care of these little things. You know, oh, he only cares about the big things. No, he even knows how many hairs you have on your head. He cares about every little detail in your life. He cares about the big things. He cares about the situations, the problems you're in, your finances, your marriage, your relationships, your children. He cares about it all. And with God, all things are possible. I want to encourage you today. Begin little steps of faith. Without faith, it's impossible. But with faith, all things are possible. Remember, faith without works is dead. So I want to encourage you. Find something that today you can act on by what the Word of God has said and move by faith. If it's just being happy, by faith, by faith, speak it. There's joy in the Lord. For the Lord is my joy. The joy of my salvation is my strength. Start speaking it. Tell the discouragement to go away. Put on faith. Strengthen that muscle. Right? We go to the gym and work out. Why not start just speaking the word of God by faith? Acting on what his word says. You know, the word says that daily we are to meditate on the word of God. And you may say, oh, Roberta Kay, you're always talking about the Word of God. It's what sets us free. And it will set you free if you allow it to. It will give you strength. You will find victory and faith in the Word of God as you today begin to walk by faith and not by sight. Till next time, remember, Stay calm and be empowered.